When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1071. Is it okay to cut ties with toxic family members? By Sarah Stanisai of prospecttherapy.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, the podcast that is all about improving your relationships each day of the week, including holidays. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Really happy to have you here with me for another episode. And today, we'll be hearing from Sarah Stanisai out of Prospect Therapy. She's got a post for us that addresses that very difficult but very real challenge of potentially cutting ties with toxic family members. Obviously, this is something that has to be approached thoughtfully and delicately, and for that reason, it is so easy to avoid it altogether. But Sarah has some great ideas, so let's hear what she has to say and start optimizing your life. Is It Okay to Cut Ties with Toxic Family Members? by Sarah Stanisai of prospecttherapy.com It's reasonable to expect some level of disagreement or discomfort in any close relationship, but many of us fall into the trap of thinking any and all conflicts are bad, and there's a serious problem if we're disagreeing too often. One of the hallmarks of a disconnected relationship, however, is no conflict at all. The most intimate and most conflicted relationships many of us have are with our family members. So, what happens when a family member's behavior makes you uncomfortable, to the point where it borders on abusive? Many people struggle with telling the difference, especially when it comes to family. People are often encouraged to give extra slack to people simply because they are related. That is bull. If you are uncomfortable because of a family member's behavior, you don't need to suffer in silence there are steps you can take to determine if the behavior can be fixed. If it can't, you may need to consider cutting ties altogether. Uncomfortable Behavior versus Emotional Abuse The best way to determine if someone's behavior is abusive is to note if there is a pattern. Anyone can misspeak or accidentally leave you off a group text once in a while. But if you notice the conflict happens repeatedly around the same topic or situation, maybe there's more to it. If you can predict what will happen, that may indicate a pattern. Another sign of toxicity is a lack of accountability. If you have addressed this issue clearly with them and they don't acknowledge your side, that is a flag for toxicity that may even be intentional. Accountability and concerted effort go hand in hand. Them simply validating your feelings but without trying to change their habits is even worse than no acknowledgement at all. The hard part for us is being clear and honest. Sometimes we think we've done our best to bring it up. Or we may even think we shouldn't have to bring it up, they should just know by now. It's on us to take the risk and hold ourselves accountable by getting honest. It's a balance though. I'm not here for cancel culture. And demanding accountability that is beyond someone's capacity is also toxic. What is healthy conflict? We know conflict is important in relationships. What is healthy conflict? A healthy conflict has room for discomfort and disagreement without it being a disaster. It is not defensive. 
each person is able to balance the request for accountability while also admitting our own faults. Then we agree on how to do better for each other. People worry acknowledging someone's feelings means that they're condoning a negative behavior they don't want anymore. They worry it means they are giving permission or even welcoming more of the same in the future. But acknowledgement actually lowers people's defenses and makes them more likely to hear your side of things. And remember, you don't have to agree by the end of the argument. The important part of conflict is understanding each other's points of view. Having that difficult conversation. We may feel that we don't have as much choice when it comes to family members. There is a lot of pressure to make up because that's your mom. You'll regret it when they're gone. But remember, you get to decide if it's worth it. In many cases, the healthiest thing you can do is end a relationship. However, if you want to mend the relationship instead of cutting ties, a difficult conversation needs to happen. Give them a chance to explain and listen to their perspective on the situation. If they acknowledge their wrongdoing, you can work towards a resolution. It helps when setting boundaries to outline a clear exchange. I can do this action, but I will need that in exchange every time. However, if they invalidate your experiences and refuse to take accountability, you may want to consider ending the relationship for good. Remember, you aren't condoning abuse by giving your family member a chance to explain themselves. Instead, you're taking a responsible step towards trying to maintain a relationship. It's also your responsibility to yourself to know when to stop trying. Limiting contact or cutting ties. If someone refuses to respect your boundaries, you can choose to limit your relationship. Whether that is the amount of time per visit, only for certain situations or events, take specific topics of conversation off the table, or only when there are enough other safe people around, whatever you feel most comfortable with. You owe it to yourself to explain why you're cutting ties and why it's essential to you. You can also explain that you would reconsider if they're willing to respect your boundaries, but stick to it. Or you may decide to cut ties altogether. This is difficult because of the pressure from others. Don't let other family members tell you that you're overreacting. This might occur because you are holding secrets for the other person. You can explain to other people in as much or little detail as you want as to why you've cut ties or limited time with your family member. When others know the full story, the pressure to involve yourself tends to die down. Coping with an estranged family situation It's not easy having estranged family members. The best thing you can do for yourself is to seek therapy to work through the situation and the aftermath. Toxic people are good at manipulating the narrative or spewing lies about a situation, which may begin to make you feel like it's your fault. Remember that it isn't your fault. Your feelings are valid, and therapy can help keep you from internalizing the abuse. Along with therapy, it's good to have close family and friends who support you. Rely on the people who have your back, especially when you're going through a difficult family situation. And if you're ever at an event where your estranged family member is there, your friends and family can act as a buffer so you don't have to interact with them. Finding a support system Many people fear that they'll lose a vital support system in their family when they cut ties. The holidays are a particularly challenging time for people who have estranged families. If you're estranged from your family, you can find a new one. You don't have to accept toxicity in your family. Surround yourself with people who love you, respect you, and respect your boundaries. As adults, 
We have the power to reject emotionally abusive family members and find new supportive ones. Consider throwing an event or a holiday party for people in your situation. You may find that you feel more comfortable with your chosen family than you ever did with your given one. You just listened to the post titled, Is It Okay to Cut Ties with Toxic Family Members? by Sarah Stanitsai of prospecttherapy.com. And thanks a lot to Sarah. That is our second post from her, and there are certainly more to come. You know, there's no question that this is a really tough subject, the conflict of which she's illustrated so well. And now that we know a bit more about how to react to both healthy and unhealthy conflict within families, it's also important to nurture our feelings afterwards, particularly if we do choose to end a relationship. I'm sure Sarah would agree that it's of high importance to understand that those we end relationships with display toxicity for a reason. Though it is their responsibility to learn the skills necessary to hear your side or take steps to meet you halfway, even if they haven't done so, that doesn't mean they don't want peace. And while this is not necessarily a reason to not end a toxic relationship with anyone, family or not, understanding the differences we have with people and how they might have a hard time getting out of their own way can make it easier to accept them and accept the new circumstances of an ended relationship, as opposed to holding on to bitterness or resentment. I suggest that we never overlook empathy, even for those who we cannot withstand a relationship with. There's so much value there. That does bring us to the end, though, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining me today, and I really hope this post helped everyone out there who is suffering from unhealthy family conflict There are a lot of feelings involved in such conflict, and articles like this one can really help us understand our emotions and do what's best for us, objectively speaking. Have a great rest of your night, and do be sure to come back tomorrow for a post from Mark Chernoff of Mark and Angel. That's where your optimal life awaits.